Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, all you pick and pigskin winners. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast here on the Aaron Torres Media Network. I am, of course, your host, Wes Easley, or one of the hosts, Wes Easley. You can find me on Twitter, at Loafnet. And don't forget the fantasy analyst himself, the expert picker. It's John Frisella, at Legend Sports 7. How you doing today, John? What's going on, partner? Man, I'm psyched. I, I think we're both feeling pretty well and pretty oh, strong yeah. after a good last week. Uh, from the two old crafty veterans, hey, we still got it out here, so we're not John, messing around. We're we're ready to get some more wins this week. John, we had a great week last week. You know, we talked about week two kind of being a little down week, and it was really tough. And I had a tough week one just because I was I was under the weather so bad. But last week, we both of us rebounded. I ended up being fourteen and six in everything I said as far as a pick goes, whether it was a a game or an over or under or anything like that. And I know you did fantastic as well. Woo, hot diggity dog partner, as we say down south. That's that's quite a record, fourteen and six. You machine, you're a monster. Well, yeah. Uh, yes, no, we we did. No, I did well. Uh, you know, picking every game is not something we would recommend, right? No. We do it here because that's what we do here on the show. We give guidance on every single game. However, picking every game, I went nine and seven, which is solid against the spread. But on the lock picks, including two on the show and two at Legend Sports Seven on Twitter, I went four and up. So at 4-0 in the lockpicks, can't get much better than that, uh, except, you know, my partner was 14-6. and six. He's a monster. Well, and, and the Cincinnati, the Cincinnati one was, was, was you know, I'm going to hang that one up on the banners somewhere in the 2021 uh, pick and pickskin winner roof is what I'm going to have. That, that Cincinnati one was great. Hey, man, and we do appreciate, I got to, I got to say thank you. Thank you to all the listeners out there. The reviews have been great. Uh, all the, all the times you share things on Twitter for us, that has been fantastic. Whenever you give us a quote tweet or anything like that, that, that is really appreciated. And so from John and I, and from Aaron Torres as well, over at AaronTorresOnline.com, we want to give you back something. And we have got a huge announcement. It's been talked about. It's been kind of tickled around a little bit on all the different podcasts over there at Aaron Torres Media. But, John, I, I want you to say it because you know how I'm going to get flustered if I say it. I'm going to get a little tongue twisted because I'm emotional about it. it. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal to thank all of our listeners throughout the last year and a half, two years that we've been doing a podcast together. We're finally able to get back in a big, big way. Yes, absolutely. And it's funny. You, you, we know each other so well. That's why I volunteered to, to give this information out because I know my partner at Loafing at West Easley, he gets hyped up. He gets psyched up. But we got to get this message across. And uh, we just want to say thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Thank you to our fans. We now have an official partnership with DraftKings Sportsbook. And with that comes some special deals. Yes, sound the applause in the background. Thank you so much. Uh, it's it's really no, really it's it's because of the listeners and it's because of everybody who's reading the articles at Aaron Torres Online and Aaron Torres Media that we're able to have a partner like DraftKings Sportsbook. And and I thank you, partner. I thank Aaron Torres, the boss himself, Austin Montgomery, JB Barry. We got more names to come. Jeff Colhane, he's a monster in the industry. So we thank the whole gang and we thank DraftKings Sportsbook. And with that comes our first nice offer of the season, which is that here in week four, uh, just for our partners, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, our customers can get $150 in free bets instantly when betting $1 on any week game, this game, this uh, particular week four, you put $1 down on any pro football game. It's got to be pro. You get $150 free to bet with. I mean, you can't do better than that. You put a dollar down, get 150 back. I'd like to put a dollar into my ATM and get 150 back. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, so yes. And, you know, and of course we'll, we'll get through it and and we want to get to our pick. So the way to do it is go to the link pinned at the top of Aaron Torres' Twitter account. It will also be at mine, uh, at Legend Sports 7. Aaron's is Aaron underscore Torres. Uh, and you're going to do your sign up there and you're going to place your $1 bet on any week four or actually was available last week as well, week three, and you get that $150 in free bets instantly. Just make sure you have to go to the link. You cannot do it generically. You can't go around in a circle and do it in a roundabout way. Um, and of course, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 100 Gambler. And, uh, you know, of course, we, we, we want you to do it, do it responsibly, uh, do it the right way and don't overextend yourself. And let's get into these picks, partner. Yeah, hopefully we could take that and change it into even higher. You know, if, if you and I are as hot this week as we were last week, people are going to take that 150 and we're gonna, they're going to take us out to dinner one day, John. We'll have a big group meeting, the Pick and Pickskin winners, listeners, and us, and we'll just all have a nice good old time if we could take that 150 and turn it into something even bigger. And and I am so excited about that partnership that we have with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's fantastic because that's what we use to get our, our final lines on. We watch the lines throughout the week, but our final lines go to that DraftKings Sportsbook, and it's just a wonderful time, a wonderful thing to be able to have that kind of partnership with somebody that big and that huge. So I, I'm I'm really excited about that. Uh, John, we got to talk a little bit about last night's game, Jacksonville versus Cincinnati, right? And mm-hmm. and I texted you beforehand. I said, hey, who you got? I, I, I've had a real tough time this week picking these games because Jacksonville has been getting slaughtered all week, uh, all, all year long. And I thought that maybe you know, they're on an upward trend. Like maybe Urban is figuring it out that, hey, I, I need to give the ball to James Robinson. And Carlos Hyde was injured last night, so that helped that that a little bit more. And Cincinnati was coming off that huge victory in Pittsburgh. I said, you know, I, I got to take Cincinnati because Jacksonville has shown me nothing so far this year. I hated that it moved all the way up to seven and a half points. You took Cincinnati, so you're already on a winning streak. Yes, I did take Cincinnati. I went against Cincinnati. You yeah, Jacksonville. I went against them. Yeah, I took Jacksonville. Uh, look, same old story. Some of the storylines, they wrap themselves around and they come back to us, right? And what do I always say to you? And I said it to you by text partner. I got receipts like the young kids say nowadays. <laughs> Cincinnati will play up to their competition in recent years and they will give a top tier team a very difficult game down to the wire and then they will play down 
And of course, everybody going into a Thursday game is thinking Jacksonville's a disaster with the exception of my lowly Jets. Jacksonville's the worst team, this and that. Of course, it ended up being what I expected, which was Jacksonville's very competitive. Like you said, I agree with you 100%. Let's go to the ground game. Let's go to James Robinson. In addition, let's go to Trevor Lawrence holding on to the ball a little bit more. Listen, you're only going to have that athleticism at the quarterback position for five or six years, and then it's going to fall off a cliff. So you got to use it while you have it. So hats off to Jacksonville for a better game plan. Unfortunately, they couldn't pull out the win for themselves. I think things will start to continue to go in the right way for them. But as far as the picks go, Jacksonville, that was sort of a lock to me. I didn't, I didn't really hesitate to take Jacksonville. So I'll start it off 1-0, and partner. Okay, I'm 0-1 so far. And, and that doesn't bode well for me because I'm telling you, I struggled in these things. Like this week, we got Washington at Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. This game started, it's crossed for us that we always talk about. Atlanta was favored by 2.5. Now it's Washington favored by 1.5. The point total has stayed the same at 47.5. John, these are two bad football teams, in my opinion. They, they're, they're not really, they don't have any any identity. They can't get anything going on the offensive side. I know Atlanta had that big victory last week, and uh, but but still, I, I don't think that they're on a roll. I, I want to lean Atlanta, and I want to lean the under, just because these are both bad teams, but really, I don't want to pick this game. Woo! You know, I'm kind of feeling the opposite. I'm feeling good right out the gate. Usually, we kind of got to get our footing. You know what I mean? We might find mm-hmm. some hot games like game four, five, or six. I'm feeling good right off the top. I'll tell you why. Atlanta gets a steal win at the end there against the Giants, okay? Now, that's a win I probably wouldn't have booked them for. I think we probably both took the Giants last week. So they get that win there. That's a win they probably shouldn't have. They are one of the worst teams in the league. They are a team right now with their roster the way it is going nowhere. That being said, Washington took it on the chin from Buffalo. So I like that, right? We always like a team that that looks so bad, like Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked terrible. They come back strong the next week and they cover the spread for you. So with the line crossing over in Washington's direction, I'm feeling very confident about the Washington football team in this game. I'm going to go right ahead. I'm going to take Washington right now with the spread where it is without a doubt. And I'm going to go ahead right off the top and put them in my lock picks. Washington football team right off the top is a lock pick for me against the spread right here in week four. I hope you're right, John. But when I look at a lot of those uh, proliferate things, 0-3 against the spread this year is Washington. 1-5 mm-hmm. against Atlanta in their last six. 2-4 against the spread against Atlanta. And they're 0-6 straight up versus Atlanta, I think, on the road or something like that. Uh, so I, everything's going against that. I, I don't I, I, I will trust you because you are so fired up on that one, but I will still lean Atlanta and the under. John has already thrown in a lock this week. That's great, John. That's great. I like it. Hey, the next game, Detroit versus Chicago. Um, I, we, I, I was so excited for Justin Fields last week. <laughs> and, and you know, reality set in. I, I, we, we both took Cleveland in that game. We both know what it's like for a rookie quarterback in the league and everything. And Whenever we had did our over-under episodes, which you can go back in the archives there at Aaron Torres Media and look for those, I can't wait to revisit those after the season slows down a little bit. Detroit, I think I gave them, what, half a victory this year? Well, yes. De- Detroit is smelling blood in the water this week because they know mm-hmm. if Justin Fields plays, they have got an opportunity to get their first victory of the season. This game total started out at 44 and a half. It has dropped down to 41. Chicago started out at five and a half point favorites. It's dropped down to now. They're just being three point favorites at home. John, talk to me about this one. I already have my pick written down, but I talk to me about this one. Well, I can tell you that I agree with you except for one comment. 
which hmm. was what you said, if Fields plays, right? I'm going to go ahead and extend that sentence to anybody who plays quarterback for the Bears okay. is under the same <laughs> heading for me. Uh, by the way, at Aaron Torres, media at Aaron Torres online this week, I did do my quarterback power rankings, not for fantasy. And to be clear, I did rank Andy Dalton as the best quarterback on the Bears. So you have hmm. Andy Dalton. I ranked Foles as number two and Fields as number three. But all three of them were either number 27 or worse on my list. So to me, it doesn't matter who's taking the ball for Chicago. I think it's best for them if Dalton could get back healthy just in terms of being competitive in games like they were for a couple of quarters against the Rams, right? A much better team in the Rams with Dalton. At least they were able to hang around. However, Mm -hmm. it's still undecided as of right now. We'll see how it shakes out on Sunday. Any way you slice it, I think the best way to look at it is it's an opportunity for Detroit. This is a team that's playing very well. Campbell Mm -hmm. doing a real good job. Goff being a good leader. Very tough at the running back position with Williams and Swift right now. These guys are really good. Um, so I think everything's kind of coming together for them as far as a bad team goes. In the in the the doldrums of bad teams, they're probably the best right now. So I think this is their opportunity to get a win. Uh, I'm not going to hesitate the first two games. Two road teams, Washington and Detroit. Lock them up. Lock them up. Oh, boy. Let me tell you what the Bears defense has done this year. 34 points against the Rams they've let up, which, you know, that's that's the Rams. So we, we kind of gave them a little pass that first game of the season. 17 then against Cincinnati. And that's a game where Cincinnati threw four interceptions, John. And the Bears offense could only struggle to get 20 points that game. They only got six points against the Rams. They gave up 25 to Cleveland. And Cleveland, I, I mean, I know Odell Beckham was out there, right? But, I mean, that that's it. That's all. That, John, this is a bad football team right now. The Boo Birds are going to come out really strong in Chicago. And I, if Fields does end up starting, I saw in the preseason where he had to go and defend Andy Dalton. So obviously he's affected by the crowd noise, the boos. And let me just tell you, John, Chicago has turned on Nagy. They have turned on the GM pace at this point. The, the Bears fans are very restless. And it's this might end up being a Detroit home game before it's all said and done. I picked Detroit. <laughs> I picked the under because I don't trust the Bears defense to help out with the 41 points. Uh, I, I like Detroit in this one for sure. Yeah, Detroit is definitely the pick. You know, it's it's a real shame. Do you think there'll ever be a possible future where we can have a positive episode talking <laughs> about both of our teams? Chicago and the Jets. And I'm looking here. I think the Jets are coming up on the schedule as well. But like, it's so brutal that we, I feel like every year we're talking about getting rid of the head coach and getting rid of the GM. It doesn't matter what year it is, what decade it is. I mean, if it's not the 1984 Bears, it's been bad. And if it's not the 1969 Jets, it's been bad. What are we supposed to do out of here? You know, John Fox left the Chicago Bears as quick as he could. Whenever he saw what Ryan Pace was doing, he said, I'm out of here. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And when John mm-hmm. Fox, who's an old football guy, you know what I mean? Like, he, he loves football. He didn't want to leave, but he said, I can't I can't handle this kid. And he couldn't handle the front office backing the kid. And uh, to me, that said a lot. That said a lot. So uh, you're right, yeah. though. We- I mean, well, there, before we move on, it, it was an interesting story, if you ever pull it up, from the Chicago Tribune about how they arrived at getting Trubisky. And like you said, it really mm-hmm. was like Pace was like, this is the guy, man. I studied this tape. I've watched this guy. I've traveled to the games. He's the guy. It's not Pat Mahomes. It's not Deshaun Watson. It's Mitch Trubisky. So you're right. He really was like lasered in. And I could see the people around him being like, wow, is it? are we really all in on Mitchell Trubisky? And look how it turned out. Yeah, you're, no, you're right. And uh, here we are. We're at the Tennessee-New York Jet game. I know what you said last week. You said if the Jets couldn't cover the spread, you were never, ever, ever going to pick them again. Well, John, I, I think I got some good news for you this 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 week, okay? I, I don't want to pick Tennessee. I don't want to pick the Jets either, but everything's pointing to a Tennessee game 
where maybe the Jets can stick in it long enough to be able to cover the six and a half points. I, I looked at that line and I said, just six and a half? It started out at three and a half on Tennessee. It's moved up to six and a half on Tennessee. The line, the game total has started at 47. It's dropped down to 44 and a half. But let me tell you this, Tennessee, two and four against the spread through, their, through, through the last six games. Two and four against the spread versus the Jets, John. Two and four. They are two and six, the Titans are, straight up versus the Jets on the road in their last eight games. Everything is pointing towards the Jets possibly being able to hang in this one. Not going to win, but I think that maybe they could cover. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, now, listen, it's a family show, right? This is a family show. Pick and pigskin winners. Yes, yes. Wes and John. However, if it wasn't a family show, I would tell your wife and the girls and my wife and my baby and my dad and everybody to put some earplugs in. Because if it wasn't a family show, I would tear the Jets to shreds like you wouldn't believe. You would hear words you'd never heard before, right? But I'll do, I'm going to do the family version. First of all, you said it might be good news for me that they could cover the spread. It's not good news. I want this team to go 0-17. They, they must go 0-17 okay. because that's the only way to get a rookie head coach and a rookie offensive coordinator out in the same year. So I'm rooting for the Jets to lose every game for the rest of the year. Because that's three good reasons, though, right? Seriously. Maybe we can get ownership out, too. Let's get rid of the head coach. Okay. Let's get rid of the offensive coordinator. Let's get a high draft pick as well, right? So I want to go 0-17. And another thing, partner, I'll ask you one question and let you respond. Have I ever not given my word and backed it up to you? No, no. So far, it's been 100%. And if you tell me, though, that you want to blow this whole thing up, I'm going to get a little bit nervous because, like you said, you're a man of your word, John. So, no, you, you're, you have been a man of your word, and I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that too, my friend. As a man of my word, I am picking against the Jets every okay. week for the rest of the year. That was not hyperbole. So I am taking the Tennessee Titans. I do not care if the spread is 676 points. I do not care. I'm taking the Titans. Okay. All right. Well, I wrote down here that I, I have to lean Tennessee. All those stats are telling me to go with the Jets, go with the Jets. But you and I both know the Jets can't even cover a, a huge spread, let alone a six-and-a-half-point spread. I think it's a big Derrick Henry game. I, I don't like this game. I wish I didn't have to pick it because of all those stats. Uh, I'm going to lean Tennessee, and I'm going to lean the over on this one as well because if the Jets do stick in this one, it's going to have to go over for them to even stand a chance at it. So that's where I'm going. I, I don't love it, but that's where I am. All right, next one, Cleveland versus Minnesota. John, uh, this game total started out at 47 and a half. It's jumped up to 51 and a half. Cleveland was a one-point favorite on the road. You know what happened? They went up to what a two-point favorite, John. Two points on the road. It's gone up. The point total's gone up. I didn't know Cleveland could score that many points on the road. John, I, I, I'm, I'm sniffing the under on this one. I don't know why neither team has a defense and why Cleveland all of a sudden doesn't have a defense, according to Vegas. Yeah, it's interesting the way it's going here. I think what this is going to be is one of those situations where you have one team that plays both sides and you have the other team that plays one side, right? Right now, Minnesota's only playing offense. And gosh darn it, it looks good, right? Kirk Cousins mm -hmm. is slinging some rockets. Yeah. So, so hats off. Hats off to their offense. Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, if it's Cook or not, doesn't matter. Offense looks great. But Cleveland, because they're always going to stick to that run and they're going to stay close to the betting line, whatever it is with their solid style and their confidence is riding high after making fields look like he should be playing in middle school at best. Maybe he should be an elementary school quarterback after that game. Right. By the way, side comment really quick about fields. How could he say that 
the defensive speed looked kind of slow to him. Is he delusional? He was sacked nine times. What does he mean it was slow? Anyway, I'm taking Cleveland for the reason that you said it looks fishy, right? It looks fishy that it's a road game. The line's going up. It is 65% on Cleveland right now, but they've been solid for me from a betting perspective. Minnesota is tricky. They trick you with their offense. They make you want to bet on them. So I like Minnesota's offense, but I'm still going to take Cleveland to cover the spread. That's four road teams in a row. Washington, Detroit, Tennessee, Cleveland. Let's go on the road, baby. I I, I can't do it. I, I got to go Minnesota at home with the points. I I, I got to. I, you're going to give me that kind of points. I, I don't mind the under in this one. I think Cleveland's defense is a little bit better than what uh, maybe Kirk Cousins has seen so far, and surely he is due for an interception so, at some point this season. I, I think it's just possible that it could be against those Cleveland Browns. So we're not agreeing this week. Last week we agreed a lot. Not this week, John. I think we, we've been opposed a couple of different times here. All right, next game. We got Indianapolis at Miami. This is a revenge game for Jacoby Brissett. John, Jacoby Brissett, who looks bigger than his offensive lineman at this point in his career. Indianapolis <laughs> is the game total started out at 47. It's dropped down to 41 and a half. <laughs> that's six and a half. That's what is that six and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half points it's dropped down. But the Dolphins are you were favored at one point to start the week. Now DraftKings Sportsbook has them favored by two, John. By two. Talk to me about this game, please. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, this is one where I'm going to go against the logic because uh. we always talk about varying strategies. You know, it's a good idea here. And if you play poker too, by the way, which I do, that's a good strategy as well. Always keep you, always keep moving around and changing strategies. So with that being said, the logical pick here is going to be Miami. This is why. It's a home game, number one. Two teams that are relatively similar in the fact that they're going nowhere. They're just middling teams or bottom third of the teams right now. Both quarterbacks in kind of a weird situation. You wouldn't rank them very highly on any list. Logically, after Miami's good effort, and Brissett is a gamer, right? If you ask me, I need to win a championship right now, and I got to play Brissett or Wentz, I'm going to play Brissett in a playoff game. But guess what? This is not a playoff game, and it's only 39% on the Colts. And I use the example that I used with uh, earlier with Detroit. It's an opportunity for Detroit to get a win over Chicago. This is an opportunity for Indianapolis against a lesser team to get their win and start get going in the right direction here. So I'm going to take Indianapolis, even though logic says take Brissett, take Miami, take the tougher team, take the home team. I'm going to go against it here. 39% on Indianapolis. That's five road teams in a row, not on purpose. That's just the way the numbers are going right now. You have your suitcase packed this week, John, I, and I can't believe it. I, I don't understand why you are picking Indianapolis. I kind of get it a little bit. But Miami and Bursette, didn't sh- they didn't look terrible last week. They weren't horrible. They they weren't great either by any means. I wasn't impressed by Indianapolis's defense. I do like how they stick in every game and they make everything close. I think it comes down to the end on this one. I'm going to lean Miami. I, I'm, I'm going to take them at home. I, I say that, and I look at it's it's minus two points. I could see a field goal deciding this game, which is which isn't going to help me out very much. Uh, I, I'm still going to lean Miami. It's another game though this week that I just don't like. I, I just don't like picking this game either. Yeah, partner, I would say the last two, right? I mean, we always yeah. like to point that out. That's one of the things we do here on this show is try to give you a whole scope of the schedule. Uh, I would say Cleveland and Minnesota is a very difficult game to pick. And mm-hmm. Indianapolis and Miami is a very difficult game to pick. So if you're out there in the betting public and you're handpicking your best games, it's probably not going to be either one of those two. Right, partner? 
No, you're you're absolutely right. But we try to talk about each and every one of them here on Pick and Pigskin Winners on Aaron Torres Media. We try to do that just because everybody has a little rooting interest in everything, you know. Yes, and absolutely. and you might be thinking about betting that game, so we don't want to disclude that game, or unclude that game at all. We want to be able to talk about it, run it through. Maybe we'll have an idea that you didn't have, and if you have an idea that we don't have, please leave them in the comment section. However, you like to subscribe to the podcast on, you can just uh, leave a comment there, and it may be one of us responding to you, or it may be the man, Aaron Torres himself. That's why I always look forward to him getting active and involved in picking pigskin winners, John, because he does each and every week. Give us a little input on different things. We might have to throw him on one episode, right? We might have to pull him on, get the boss on here and say, hey, you think you're some sort of college expert? Well, come play with the big boys here in the pros. All right, boss? Let's see what you got to say about that. Definitely at draft time, we can get him on here, I think, for something like that. Yeah, we we need to do some cross-promotional stuff with all the different podcasts we have going on, with all the different writers we got going on, the the Aaron Torres empire that he has started over there. We just need to get some cross-promotional things happening. But as far as cross-promotional goes, all right, this this one, I don't like this game either. And I I hate to say Mm -hmm. that because I want to be confident in all my picks. But I looked at it, and I'm like, Carolina, Dallas, Carolina, Dallas. Dallas, and I looked at all the different things. Carolina is 3-0 against the spread. Well, you know what, John? Dallas is 3-0 against the spread. The wow. over-under is 0-3 in Carolina games. And and the over is 9-11 at home for Dallas. I, I just look at it, and it's very contrarian on everything that's going on. They both have got those you know past history numbers on their side. And, and so I look at it, and I go, okay, who's the better football team here? And I, I think about Carolina. They haven't really been tested. Dallas has been tested. They've come up smelling like roses a couple of different times. It really looks like that team is starting to click and gel. And I go back to the preseason even. We had Dallas winning a lot of games. We didn't have Carolina being as good as they are right now. So I, once again, am going to lean Dallas because the game total has went from 49.5 at the beginning of the week to 51.5 now. Dallas was favored by five. It's actually dropped half a point to 4.5. So I will take Dallas. They will have to cover 4.5 points for me, but I think that they can do it. Okay, partner, we're back on track because I'm with you all the way here on Dallas. I mean, doesn't it get your juices flowing to talk about Dak Prescott? Because you hit the nail on the head. This team is flowing right now because this guy came back from such a vicious injury. Everybody was down in the dumps for months, not just that day. I mean, that, that, was, a, that was one of the most devastating injuries in the history of the league because you saw it reverberating to people that don't even care about the Cowboys because Prescott is a great guy, right? He's got, he's got no track record mm-hmm. of trouble. He's a class act. He wants to play the game. He wants to be out there with his teammates. He don't care about the millions. Yeah, he's got a big deal. He's got to get paid because eventually his career is going to be over. But he don't really care about that. He wants to get the wins. And the guys are rallying behind him. And you know, I'm not a big Mike McCarthy guy. And he's already done some things this year that have people shaking their heads about <laughs> yeah. McCarthy. But yet they're two, they're two and one and everything's looking good. And here's the here's the point. Carolina is not going to sustain unless they get McCaffrey back. Because yeah. you saw it. The second he went down, Darnold panicked. He got sacked three out of four plays by Houston. All of a sudden, things got messy. He was like, oh, what am I going to do without my safety blanket? And that's going to rear its ugly head again. So I like Dallas because not only the offense, not only Prescott, right? Not not just talking about Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and those guys. And the fact that Zeke and Pollard are both looking good now. They're on the same page, the running backs. The defense is playing the best we've seen in the last Mm -hmm. two games that they played in the last six years. The two best games they played. Don't forget the Chargers are no joke with Justin Herbert, my guy. And they kept them pretty quiet with 17 points as well. Of course, last week they were lights out against Jalen Hurts. So uh, I'm with you. I'm taking Dallas. This next game confuses me a little bit, John. 
The mm. New York Giants goes to go go to New Orleans, right? Mm. And, and they're going there without half of their wide receivers. I think they're they're picking up people off the street as they go down there. They're like, hey, 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 stop right here. That guy at the bus stop, he looks like he's pretty tall. He look, uh, We need him. Let's put him in here. Evan, scoot over and teach him the playbook. You know, that's what they're doing right now. So they're going to New Orleans, but only 54% of the betting public are betting on New Orleans right now at this point. The game total has gone from 47 and dropped to 42. New Orleans, it was favored by five points at the beginning of the week. DraftKings Sportsbook has them now favored by seven points. John, I, I got New Orleans here. All day, all night. I love it. I totally understand where you're coming from, right? Because it's just a crossroads game for the Giants, mm-hmm. right? So you have to decide as the better and the seasoned Wes Easley at loafing it says the Giants are done. That's that's your announcement that you just made. The Giants lost two tough games in a row. They went down to the wire. Very difficult to stomach for the players and the fans. And now you said, you know what? It's a road game at New Orleans. They're going to get their doors blown off. They don't. They're done. The wheels are coming off. Now, I could totally see that logic. I, I don't discount that at all. I'm going to give the Giants one more go with the spread, right? Because oh, it's boy. seven it's seven points, and this team knows how to stay close. It's just yeah. a way of doing things, right? Their, their strategy is, let's this year in particular, let's try to limit Daniel Jones' turnovers. Let's keep that clock rolling. Let's keep our defense out there you know, in a way we can keep them fresh, but also keep the score close at the same time. So I think they're going to lose this game again. They're going to go 0-4 again. This is going to be their last time losing close before the wheels come off altogether. They're going to lose this game by three. That means the Giants are going to cover the spread for me. Okay. All right. I'll, I, I knew you. I, I could tell by the tone of your voice. You're going, ah, that makes a lot of sense. But let me tell you what Johnny thinks. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Hey, this next game, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is going to Kansas City, John. 70% of the money's coming in on Kansas City at this point. I that that makes me a little bit nervous. Makes mm. me a little bit nervous because I like Kansas City in this game as well. But whenever I look at that 70%, when I know how Kansas City is, keeping everything close, winning at the last minute, all those kind of things that Kansas City does, it makes me nervous to want to take Kansas City. It helps me back off because this game total has gone from 50 up to 54. Kansas City was favored by eight and a half. Now they're favored by six and a half. It makes me only want to lean to Kansas City because uh, I just don't know how Philadelphia is going to go in there and score enough points to keep up with them this week. Uh, Jalen Hurts is great, but he's just not that great. I'll tell you the problem here. I'm getting to a point with KC. Now, this is funny to put KC and the Jets in the same sentence, but I feel like against the spread, it's not going the right way if you're going Kansas City's way. So I'm going to give them, like I did last week, the Jets, I'm going to give them one more game of rope. Now, I'm not going to go off on a tangent bashing KC like I did with the Jets this week if KC doesn't cover because I have to thank them for many years of success in the playoffs against the spread. I've done very well. ATM, Aaron Torres Media, KC has been an ATM for me in the past. So I I thank them for those past games. That being said, this is their last shot for a while for me with the spread. (laughs) My theory behind it is I think Hurts had a mental breakdown Last game against Dallas, he started to realize, wait, I can only do so much scrambling if they keep me in the pocket. And now I have to sit in the pocket and I have to make throws against tough D and speed. And it's a real problem. I I feel like he might be headed into a slump here, maybe like a three or four game slump. So with that in my mind, even though I have zero faith in the Chiefs defense, I think it's more on the mental side for Jalen Hurts. So with the slump coming, in my opinion, 
this is my last chance. I'm going to take KC with the spread. Another road team. So far, mm-hmm. the only home team I've taken is the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm packing up my bags. I'm getting the RV. I don't have an RV, but I'm getting one and we're hitting the road. Well, make sure you bring your laptop because you're always writing articles. You're a Mr. Article to me. It always get published over there at AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you're making that a regular part of your daily routine to get all kinds of pro football news, also college football news by Aaron Torres himself. Uh, Austin Montgomery's writing articles. And uh, J.B. Barry's not only writing articles over there, he's also putting out the DFS Flash podcast that's doing really well along with our show, the Pickin' Pigskin Winners. You can follow me at Lofinet on Twitter as well on Aaron Torres media. John, it's been a fun ride, right? I know you're in the traveling suits. You got your traveling shoes on. You got your bag on. It's been a fun ride for the Houston football team, right? It's been a fun ride for that. The Buffalo Bills, though, are are a team possessed at home. Houston, right now, with Mills going into Buffalo against Josh Allen. The Buffalo Bills are not a team that lets off the throttle. I don't care how much they're winning by. This game is Mm -hmm. going to be like 35-7 to or something like that, I think, with Buffalo. I don't don't think we got to spend a lot of time talking about this one. I'm going to take – I'm leaning Buffalo. The 17 points scares me. I would like to put that in a teaser to kind of get the points down a little bit if I could, but I, I will lean Buffalo on this one. Yeah, it's a super, super high line, 17 points, but I'll I'll keep us moving as well, partner. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo because, to be honest, Davis Mills was too good against Carolina. Okay. For him to come in and play like that on national TV, I was really impressed. I don't think he's that good that fast. I think he obviously showed he has a bright future now, and they could be optimistic about that, but not this fast, not on the road the way Buffalo's playing the last two games. So I think, I think you're right in the right area. I think 35-7. 35-10, whatever it is, we're both taking Buffalo. Okay, the next game I am looking forward to, it's a it's a divisional rivalry game. You remember me talking about how a great prop bet was Arizona to win the conference? That's looking better each and yes. every day. It's a shot. It's a shot. And they were like, well, I don't remember what it was, 5,000 or something like that. I don't Arizona, though, versus uh, Los Angeles. This is this is so such a fun-looking game on paper. 49 points is what this game total started out at. It's gone up to 54.5, which is fantastic. And the Rams were favored by 4.5. Now they're favored only by 4. In my world, the Rams own Arizona. Los Angeles mm-hmm. owns Arizona. They have in the past. I think that that's uh, whenever I look at the past scores and everything, I'm like, whoo, they, they laid it to them. Whoo, they laid it to them. It's like only Arizona has kept it close one time. I think the Rams are better this year than they have been in past. I like Los Angeles in this game. Yeah, four points, seven points. I don't care. I like Los Angeles. Okay, well, I mean, this is definitely going to be one of the three games of the week, right? I don't know if you agree with me, partner. This is probably the game that is the most interesting in terms of top-tier teams, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, later on, we're going to get to the return of Tom Brady. That's going to be the most watched game. And then the sneaky game is going to be Monday night, the division battle between the Chargers and the Raiders. That's going to be a hot game. So I think this is one of the three big games. That being said, uh, the Rams really showed me something last week, right? There there were questions because they looked shaky in the second half against Indianapolis about just how good are they. We knew they were a playoff caliber team. I think I even thinking they weren't that good before the year, I still put them in as my last playoff team. So we knew that. The question was, were they a playoff team that is also a top-tier Super Bowl contender? And we found out last week that they mopped Tampa Bay, and they were just better than them, period. Because Tampa Bay couldn't move the ball when they needed to in the second half, so they couldn't score against them, and they couldn't stop them. It was a double whammy, so that's a really good sign for the Rams. So my gut tells me that Arizona's going to hang around because it's a division game, because Kingsbury is crafty, because Kyler had a bad outing last week, he's going to bounce back. 
All those logical things tell me Arizona will hang around, but the Rams were so darn good. I can't come off them. They really impressed me. I got to think they're just going to, they're going for it all. I think the Rams are going for 17 and all. Not that they're going to do it, but that's their goal. I think they really want to go undefeated. So the way they're playing right now on both sides, I'm going to take the Rams at home. Okay. And, and here's another little caveat here. 55% of the money is coming in on Arizona. I'm sure that's more about the points than it is about Arizona winning the game because uh, the yep. money line's in there on 55%. For But, you know, that's another McVay selling point to his team. They don't think we can win, guys. We're at home. We're, they don't think we can cover four points. You know, I can hear all that stuff going on. And, and trust me when I say that the NFL, th- uh, the pro football teams, they do use that as a little bit of, uh, of influence on their football team. Yeah, well, what did they call it? They called the chalkboard material, whiteboard mm-hmm. material, right? They put these little things, they put things up on the bulletin board back in the old. They all did it, right? Every version of coaches over the year had a way to put something up to fire their players up and say, look at this message right here. We're going to get behind this, and we're going to stick it to whoever's saying we can't do it. So so you're right about that. I'll tell you uh, about McVay. I think, you know, this week I did my quarterback power rankings. Uh, the week before I did my team power rankings. I think this week on Aaron Torres online, we're going to have head coach power rankings and I'm going to have a hard time not putting Sean McVay number one. I think he's earned that spot. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand that. I had this next game though. We got to talk about this next one, Seattle and San Francisco. Do you see this? 71% of the money's coming in on Seattle, John. Yep. This, this game total started out at 46 and a half. It's gone up to 52. San Francisco was favored by three and a half. Now they're just favored by three. Seventy-one percent. Seattle hasn't impressed me that much. They they kind of did pretty bad last week, as a matter of fact. San Francisco, I know, is not coming out and lighting the woods on fire, but but they're a strong team. I don't know if they can cover the three points, but I am definitely leaning San Francisco on this one. I think this these these this game total going up almost six points. I, I'd really like to lean the under as well. Yeah, well, shout out to our guy Austin Montgomery, a Montgomery live at Twitter, one of our teammates here at Aaron Torres Media. He was spot on with Minnesota over Seattle last week. And I think we're in the same situation here, which is people, the general consensus are saying Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, by the way, who was injured yesterday in practice, Metcalf also has a little something going on. People are without knowing that are thinking Seattle's not going to go one and three. That's what Mm -hmm. Joe Schmo better is going to think. Right. So I think with that in mind, it explains the 71% on Seattle. Now shout out to another guy who's undefeated on the season. His name is also John Frisella, my dad. Big fro last week picked Miami against the spread as his lock pick, and he was correct. And his lock this week is San Francisco. So short story, I'm going with the man. He's undefeated. So I'm taking San Francisco. Hey, I get to drag me and big fro on the same page. I, I feel that put a smile on my face because I know when he speaks. I'm going to listen. All right. Just That's like you right. need yeah. to listen. He's Johnny. the old wise man. He's the old wise man. <laughs> He's, he said, look, I don't care who they're playing. That was his line this week. San Francisco, after playing Green Bay last week in a tough game, they're going to respond because that's what they do under Shannon. So he said, I don't care who it is. I'm taking San Francisco. Lock it up. So I'm going to take San Francisco as well. 76% of the money's coming in with Baltimore. Baltimore was favored by three. Now they're favored by one at Denver, John. At Denver, and they're favored by one. The game total has gone from uh, 45 down to 44 and a half. Denver's played really good. Denver hasn't played anybody. Baltimore looked a little bit better last week. Maybe. Not maybe on offense. I don't know that they looked great on offense last week. Maybe they're going to bounce back this week. 
Baltimore has been on the road forever. They've been on the road longer than you have this week picking your picks, John. They are Ooh. a tired football team. They got to go to Denver in that higher altitude. Uh, look, you're going to give me points with Denver at home, who's playing really, really well right now. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to carve up that defense with all those five-yard passes, and they'll keep it within a couple of points anyway. This will be a battle of the field goal kickers at the end of this game, but I'll take Denver at home. Well, that that last sentence makes no sense. How could you have a battle of field goal kickers and not take Justin Tucker? He just uh, hit a 66-yard field goal to win the game, the longest in NFL history. It's going to come down to kickers, and you're going to take Brandon McManus? Yes, bro. You think Brandon McManus is chopped liver? He saw what he did last week. This is Mile High Stadium. Brandon McManus practices up there. He's going to get a 75-yarder this week and say, take that, Justin Tucker. Well, it is possible in that Mile High. You're right, you're right about that. I see guys in warm-ups hitting 70-yarders with no problem. I'm like, what? what's going on up there? Now, this is a game for what we like to say once in a while, the landscape of the league. Let's take. Let's step away from this game. Uh, granular, right? Granular, you're really getting down into the weeds. Let's back away from that and look at it from above. Denver, Carolina, and the Raiders. Those three teams are all undefeated. My answer is on Carolina, it stops this week. Dallas takes them out. I think Denver and Carolina are very similar, to be honest. I think Baltimore, because they're a higher class team in reality, maybe not in the standings right now, but we play 17 games. We don't play three games. In reality, they're a higher class team than Denver. I think they send a message and they say, this undefeated train stops here. So I'm going to be consistent on that. I'm going to take Dallas over Carolina, and I'm going to take Baltimore over Denver. That Over the course of the year, Baltimore will be better than Denver. Dallas will be better than Carolina. Okay. I, I agree with you on that last part. I think you're wrong on the game. We shall see. I look forward to that one as well, especially now that we disagree on it. All right. We don't have to take a lot of time, I think, on the next one. Pittsburgh versus Green Bay. The game total started out at 48. It's dropped to 45, 45 and a half. You'd have never thought Pittsburgh Green Bay would drop in a game total. Uh, Green Bay was uh, favored by six. Now they're favored by six and a half. John, I, I, Green Bay. There you go. Green Bay. <laughs> well, we got to tell people it's 83% on Green Bay. So it, it's, Green Bay. in theory, you're right to react that quickly because the way it's going right now, it looks awfully bad for Pittsburgh. Not to mention Smith-Schuster and Claypool both have injuries. We're not exactly sure on the status at the time of this taping right here. Right. So that, that's something to keep an eye on. Now, logically, Green Bay's the pick. Betting wise, with only 17%, when everyone's on Green Bay and everyone's down on Pittsburgh, you should take Pittsburgh. So now you're in that bind. Could we get in this situation maybe five times a week where you have the obvious pick that's probably wrong and you have the opposite pick that's probably right. But you need to make the call right there on the spot. So when I make the call on the spot right here, I'm going to compare this game to last week, which was the Arizona Cardinals at 82%. Over the Jaguars, I still took Arizona as one of my best picks. So I'm with you here, partner. I think Green Bay's too good. Pittsburgh is too poor. The wheels are falling off. Roethlisberger's got to retire. I'm taking Green Bay. Yeah, Ben has to. Can do they have the doctor's phone number from Los Angeles and get him over to Pittsburgh to kind of you know insert a needle into Ben's arm a little bit so then the backup can get in there and, and perform well because it, it's really hard to watch Ben Roethlisberger at this point um, play football and I just well, let's, I, I, let's talk about that for a second because you bring up a good point before you continue with that Haskins and Mason Rudolph both mm -hmm. there 
Would you make a to which guy and would you make a switch is my question for you. Uh, yes, I would make a switch. Uh, maybe I give Ben this this last little leash here, but it's it's time. It's it's obvious. It's clear that it's time uh, for him to hang him up and for him just to take a back seat, which means, you know, he does get a little bit of an injury somehow, some way to give the other guys a shot, you know, and I don't know who it would be. You and I talked about uh, who was it? Who's the guy from Washington? Well, you have Haskins and you have Rudolph. Oh, yeah. They're both yeah. there. We talked about Haskins looking pretty good in the preseason. That was a preseason. I I, I want to say that they might give Haskins a look there, but you know the other guy had been there for a little bit while longer. Yeah, I mean, I think you know I introduced a new concept this week to a lot of the people that were texting me on the side. It's called the group, quote unquote, the group. It's a group of quarterbacks that are basically the same if you put them in a blank field right? Some of them may have changed based on circumstances like Sam Darnold going from a very poor coaching and poor team in the Jets, going to Carolina with much better coaching with with Matt Rule and Joe Brady. That's helped him get better. But if you put him on an empty field, there's a lot of guys like Sam Darnold, like Mitchell Trubisky, like Daniel Jones, like Dwayne Haskins, like all the Bears quarterbacks. There's a lot of guys that are in the same group. I call it the group. Haskins is one of those guys. I think if you give him the right opportunity, the way he's shown some improvement in his release, he could be okay. I'm not saying he's ever going to be in the top 20 or 25, but the, that group of guys that I'm talking about with like Gardner Minshew, right? Right now until Hurts establishes himself, he's probably in that group. The two guys from the Saints, Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, th- there's a group of guys from number 25 to number 45 that could go any which way. So I think if you give Haskins a chance, he could move up. He could go from being number 45 to being number 28 or 27. So I probably would give him a chance. You are sitting here talking about Dwayne Haskins. You know what game is next? Do you, do what you, you see got? what game is next? And you're going on about Dwayne Haskins being a guy, getting a chance. We're talking about Tom Brady going into New England again. John, this is just like last year. I think you're doing this to me on purpose where you start talking about the, somebody. I don't even know who you're talking about, the New York Giants or something. And Justin Fields was next on our list to talk about. Here you're talking about whatever, Haskins. And, and we got Tom Brady going back to New England, John. Back to New England. 88% of the money is coming in on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeating New England at home. The game total started out at 49. It has stayed at 49. Tampa Bay was favored by three. They are now favored by seven. I think that that is Vegas trying to go, oh, oh slow down, everybody. Easy there, partner. Whoa, your horses now, right? So they're, they're going to raise it up and try to make everybody rethink that. But it doesn't matter. Right now, 88% is coming in. I, I, I remember, John, when Michael Jordan, who I grew up you know, watching back, play basketball, came back to the United Center and they said, for the Washington Wizards from North Carolina. I, I remember that moment. And it was such a special moment because we never saw him in a different jersey, right? Uh, we, and, and everybody, I mean, it was re- very, very emotional. I think that this is going to be very similar here with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots. There's going to be a lot of emotions in this game. Uh, I, seven points looks really good. I don't know who to pick in this one because I know there will be a lot of emotions, not only with Tom Brady, but also with Gronk, but also all those people in the New England Patriot organization, the fans, everybody. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm glad this is on Sunday night here. I, I want to lean New England in this game because I think that regardless of how much Tom Brady knows about Bill Belichick and all them, 
Bill Belichick and them know what Tom Brady's weaknesses are a little bit more than Tom Brady knows what Bill Belichick's weaknesses are, and they'll be able to exploit that. So I like to lean New England, but I think I'm going to stay away from this one if I can, just because of the emotions of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's 88% on Tampa Bay. But you know, Mm -hmm. you said something that was very smart before about Buffalo, which is Buffalo is a team that when they get ahead, they're going to stick it to you, and they don't care about easing up off the reins. Uh, That's Tom Brady, right? Forget about Tampa Bay as a team. There's a lot of stuff you have to go back on in this game. Recall, Belichick wanted to bring Garoppolo in and lock him up because he figured Brady would be over the hill sooner rather than later. And that fuels Tom Brady in general, right? That makes Tom Brady a Super Bowl champion last year. He's the best of the best. He's the GOAT. He's the oldest guy in the league, but it means nothing. He wills himself to win again with that poster board material, right? Mm -hmm. So, and to me, coming off a loss where they really did get embarrassed by the Rams, it it was close for a little while, but they got embarrassed. You know, they they got embarrassed. They, they, They showed that they were the champions last year and they're not the champions right now. The Rams definitely are better than them right now. So with that being said, long story short, Brady's going to try to blow the doors off of Belichick. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It may even have a little bit of animosity with McDaniels. He mm-hmm. doesn't really care about Kraft because Kraft was always a Brady guy. He was always backing him. So mm-hmm. it's Brady versus Belichick. And when, when Brady gets ahead, he's not going to say seven points is enough. He's going to say 70 points is enough. That's when I'll ease off the gas. So 88%, I'm still taking Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Hey, did you look and see whether or not DraftKings Sportsbook has a prop bet of whether or not Tom Brady will cry? Uh, no, I didn't. Did you look at that? No, I didn't. They should. They should. They, they, you know, they should have a, a prop bet whether or not Tom Brady will cry. Do you think Tom Brady will tear? You know, have to have to not cry, but you know, have to wipe something away from his eye a little bit. Even Michael Jordan cried, man. Yeah, I mean, we're getting we're getting into the weeds with Tom Brady because he's a tricky guy. You know, he's very tricky. He knows the right thing to say all the time, and you you wonder about people like that because you know he's to be as good as he's been for so long. You have to bury your emotions. So I don't know who the real guy is. I think he's going to be angry in this game. I don't even think he's going to care about the emotions. I think he's going to come in hot, raring to go. So I'm going to go, no, he will not cry. Okay, the fans are going to bring it out of him. I think the fans are going to bring it. I just, oh, man, she's going to be there. His wife's going to be there up in the booth. Oh, this is this is going to be a neat time. This is going to be a neat game. I can't wait till Sunday night to watch this one. Uh, more pro football, more better. All right, Las Vegas Raiders, I think, are are taking on the Chargers, John. The Chargers, mm-hmm. this game total went from 50 to 52. Uh, L.A. was favored by four. Now they're favored by three and a half. It, I had on a different podcast this week, Bo McBigTime. You know him over on Twitter at Bo Mc, uh, underscore Big Time. You know him? Sounds he, big time to me, sure. He, he went crazy talking about how the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be exposed this game, that they're nowhere nearly as good as they, they were or they, they appear to be, and the Chargers are a lock to go to the Super Bowl. That's what he picked beforehand, before the season. I'm t- I've never heard somebody talk this passionate about something before, John, but he did. Mm-hmm. He talked about how great the Chargers are. And before he even said anything, whenever I was looking at this, I know the Chargers are real good. The one thing I like about the Chargers more than anything else is how they stifle a quarterback. And I, I, I really wonder if Derek Carr is as good as he is. I don't think that their wide receiving core is as good as they have been in the past. They're not as good as the 400 yards that Derek Carr puts up each and every week. I think that's coaching staff. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as passionate about it as he is. I would rather stick with my original plan, which is there are three teams that are 3-0 and that shouldn't be 3-0, and in my opinion, in the grand scheme. And this is one of them. Now, I'm an honest guy. I can't say all three are locks. I would say if you pick against Carolina – and you take Dallas. 
and then you pick against Denver and you take Baltimore and then you pick against the Raiders and you take the Chargers, I could be pretty confident you're going to go at least two and one. You know what I mean? If you, I think two of these teams minimum are going to get their first loss, probably all three. So I like the Chargers. I'm not as passionate about it. I'll tell you why. Derek Carr made a statement before the season that said, if they trade me, I'll probably retire. I'm a Raider for life. And just like we talked about Dallas rallying behind Prescott's attitude and his energy, the mm-hmm. Raiders are doing it, man. The Raiders are playing for Derek Carr. I don't yeah. even think it's – Gruden's a great guy. I like Gruden. He's he's a positive guy. He makes it fun. He always gets off to a good start. Like we say, they, they start well, the Raiders, and they mm-hmm. taper off. So I like Gruden, but it's not him. It's Carr. These guys are behind him, and they're rallying. So I don't feel very passionate about the Chargers, but I am going to take them because they've been playing tremendous. Yes. Uh, they did – speaking of Dallas, they held Dallas to 17 points, and their yes. offense is looking pretty good. So all things considered, I got to take the Chargers. But, you know, I like what the Raiders are doing. I'll take the Chargers for now. Yeah, I take the Chargers as well. Uh, I think that that one is, I don't want to say a lock, but I, I like that one a lot uh, to expose the, the Raiders this week. I have some breadwinners, John. I am going to take okay. Denver as a breadwinner. I am going to take mm-hmm. New Orleans as a breadwinner. And I will mm-hmm. take those Detroit Lions as a breadwinner at a new home stadium at Soldier Field. Uh, those are pretty <laughs> solid. I mean, I'm surprised you're taking Denver because that game really is a flip. But I, I like that you're being aggressive with that game, though. I, I, I don't uh, think I'll, it's a flip. I'll, yeah, it's a it's a flip, but for you, it's not. You you're okay. very confident. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'll take Washington because I said that right off the top, right? Yes. I will take Cleveland because they've been very successful for me, and I think people get trapped by that Minnesota offense. Mm. So Washington and Cleveland, and if I got to peel one more, I'm gonna go with my dad because he's hot. I'm gonna take San Francisco. <sighs> so Washington, Cleveland, and San Francisco. No, I forgot to. I should have made San Francisco one of my locks instead of that New Orleans game. That New Orleans game does one. That that one's the one that gets me a little bit. But uh, hey, that's that's good. Good episode. Great announcement today, John. Too, where people can put down a dollar and get 150 back. That's fantastic. Absolutely, yes. We're so happy to be partnering with DraftKings Sportsbook. We thank you all for the support. Jump on there. I'm going to get it in my pin tweet. Aaron's Aaron underscore Torres. Jump on there. He's got it in his pin tweet. Get the offer while you can. Uh, it's, it's certainly worth it to give it a shot. And hopefully you'll you'll win some money off our picks here on this show. Definitely. And thank you so much for listening to Pick and Pick Skin winners here on the Aaron Torres Media Network. Uh, always go over to AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you bookmark that not only on your phone, but also on your computer to find all kinds of great content throughout the week being released about pro football. We appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing those uh, the, the tweet out that, that we always have about the show and everything. And, and go ahead and feel free to tweet that, quote tweet that, do whatever you can to be able to spread the news about Aaron Torres Media. But more importantly, than all those things, John. We always want to help everybody and encourage them to find a way to make a positive impact in people's lives today. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.